Kings, my special guest for today is Erin Hamilton, owner of Be More Fabulous Designs. Hey, Erin, how are you today? Uh, hey, Michelle. Hey, guys. How's everyone? <laughs> so I feel like, um, first, let me say thank you for agreeing to have a conversation with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. No problem. I'm, I'm really honored. I'm grateful that you were able to fit me in your schedule because I know that you are super busy. I know I'm having a lot going on. I'm sorry, but I definitely wanted to chat with you, so I'm glad that I was able to. Don't be sorry for having a lot going on. That's a blessing, girl. That is a blessing. You have a beautiful family. You have a business that's thriving. That is such a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to explain to my audience just how it came about about us having this conversation. You were also one of my sponsors, so she also sponsored one of my uh, the first sip and discuss. So thank you for that again. Yeah, of course. Um, but I want to explain how this conversation came about. To everyone who follows me on Instagram, Queen Motivation 718 you may have seen my post. I posted a, a, a repost of Just Hilarious. She had made a video about how black folk don't ever want to share any information when it comes to business. And it was a funny post, but it was a serious matter because I feel as though it's very true and mostly everyone agreed with Jess except one person they was just like you know no that's not true Asian people don't share their info when I ask Asian people they don't give me no information either yes because you're black sweetie they're not going to to share any information with you but then Aaron had to chime in and you said that you also experience that and it's very true but you want to change the narrative on that and you want to inform people just um explain that a little bit about how you feel like it is true you felt it is true and how you want to change it yeah for sure um so when i started my business i'm again originally from jersey i moved out to maryland to start my business um, again, I'm a wedding planner. I do events and weddings. And I was just trying to look for, like, a mentor. I feel like any good business needs a mentor. You need someone to look to. And you can model, you know, after their success. And it was hard. Like, I was asking other, I mean, most of the women I knew were other black women who owned, like, event planning businesses. And I thought for sure, like, my sisters were going to help me out. And they did not. You know, and I'm asking, like, you know, how did you get started? And it was kind of like the same, like, the Jeff Hilarious thing was so true. I mean, it was funny, but it was so true. Because that was, like, a common answer when, you know, God gave me a gift. Like, I understand, but I did the same thing. That's why I love that post. Because I was not getting any direct information. Like, well, this is what you need to do. If you want to do X, Y, and Z, go down to this office. Like, I wasn't getting that at all. And the first business I started, um, it didn't do as well. It kind of failed. I feel like I would have done better if I had, like I said, a mentor or someone to look towards. So when I kind of did like a reboot and restarted my business and started everything, it was extremely important to me for to help other people out. So women would come to me like, well, how did you get started? And I would give them A to Z, a rundown. Um, as far as even sharing out my contracts with other uh, event planners, a proposal software, things that I use in that nature. I just feel like it's really important to embrace each other and help each other because there's really enough money out here for all of us. I really want to see all of us win. So that was just important for me. Especially when it comes to event planning. Like, I... Right. To have people not want to help with event planning is, like, mind-boggling because, sis, 
there may be an event on the 24th that you cannot do because you're already booked. So why not help me? <laughs> exactly. And that's what I do right now a lot, actually. If I'm booked already or if it's a smaller event, I know I have, you know, a homegirl that does smaller events, I'll give it to her and vice versa. Like, there is money out here for everybody. It was, it was mine, but like, I didn't get it at all. And for the people who think, like, oh, like the lady, she said, you know, Asian people didn't share their information with me. Yes, because you're black. And that is, that's their thing. That's how they build up their communities is by sharing. You'll have 20 Chinese restaurants. You know, nobody is sitting there saying, oh, I don't want to give Lee information on where to get her products from because she, no, because they realize people going to eat Chinese food. It's not going to ever be more restaurants than there are people. You know what I mean? Correct. Go ahead. I feel like she missed the point of the post. That was the point of the post. Is that <laughs> yeah, a Chinese person gonna help out a Chinese person? Your black don't you know they should be helping you out. Your black girlfriend should be helping you out. Your black we should be helping each other out. She kind of missed the point of the post and, and kind of really made it. She made the point of the post really. Yes, you know, in all sorts of it. And that's what all what Queen Motivation is about. I want us to share our stories, not only with our businesses, but with like life experience. I feel like that's what Black people are missing. Like. And we kind of put ourselves on this island alone. And we feel like we're the only one going through it. And it's like, no, sis, no, bro. Like, there are other people going through the same exact situations or who have overcame those situations. And we have to be able to share that. Like, listen, this is how I made it through. This is what worked for me. You might not use A, B, and B or C and D, but you might use the F solution. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look, right. So, I mean, I, go ahead. Good. Yeah, I'm uh, very vocal about sharing my story, sharing things that I've been through for that reason. Like, I feel like we don't, as black people specifically, and black women for sure, share enough experiences. We always have to be strong. We have to take on every burden. We have to make it seem like we're getting through life effortlessly when that is not the case. And there are so many people who can benefit from you kind of sharing your story. So that's why I do love, love what you're doing here. Thank you. And I love all of your designs that I have seen so far. They just, they look so beautiful, so professional, just so, like, you really seem like you have an eye and a passion for it. When did you realize this was something that you wanted to do, that you were passionate about? Oh, man. Um, it was a while ago. Let's say, so I had a baby shower when I was, well, I had my son when I was kind of young, so I was like 17, I had a baby shower that my best friend actually threw for me, and I kind of helped her with everything, because I don't like surprises, and I just really got into it, and really got into the planning, and I just wanted to know, like, how I could do this professionally, and I guess, like, where I was from, there wasn't many event planning, or at least not that I saw professional people doing it. So I was like, okay, I want to go to school for this. So that's actually how I ended up in Maryland. I actually came out here to actually go to school just so I can kind of further the education on it. And then from there, it just started to take off. And like I said, I was looking for a mentor. And I did actually eventually find some one person to help me, and that kind of built it from there. But I guess I really want to do it since for a young age. And what type of schooling? You said you, you furthered your education. What type of schooling was required for what you do? Yeah, so you don't have to go to school a lot. Some people can get just like a certificate to be an event planner. I wanted to have a degree in hospitality, so that's actually what I went to get was um, my bachelor's in hospitality and event management. And um, there's a school here in Maryland at the time, 
when I moved here, it was called BIC. It's called Stratford now. But it's for hospitality, culinary arts, and all that stuff. And it was important for me. It's not required, but it was important for me to kind of further my education on it, to seek knowledge before I could go ahead and start, you know, putting the work out. Do you think having that education opened up more doors for you? Oh, for sure. So, like I said, when I first, I didn't finish going to school at first, and I started a business, and I was just doing stuff. Like, I was just doing stuff. I was taking clients. I was just doing too much. Um, and I think having going back to school and really getting into the, to the degree helped me understand business. You know, it's one thing to have a passion and eye, but it helped me to understand the business behind everything. But I think for sure that has taken me places that not having the degree wouldn't have. Interesting. I like that. I didn't even I didn't even realize that, you know, event planning and hospitality, which I know it sounds crazy, but I know I'm not the only one that they could like benefit each no. other going to school yeah. for that. Yeah, you're not the only one. Some people when I say they're like, oh, really? Because half the time you think of like a hotel or like restaurant, you don't really think of event planning. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't. So what would like what do you think the top five things are that people need to make it in this type of business? Uh, for one, passion. You have to have a passion for it because it's extremely time-consuming. Um, well, any entrepreneur is going to take a lot of time, but you've been planning for sure because you're, all your weekends are gone. There's no hanging out. Like, you have to have a passion for it. It has to be something you love to do. Um, I would say a degree of organization, and this is something I struggle with. But it's, it's extremely important to be organized um, because you have so many different events coming up. You have to keep everything together. I actually have a 400-person event coming up at the end of the month. It just requires you to be extremely organized. So I would say definitely organization. Three, you do have to have a degree of some type of connection. I think making, um, making connections with people is important. Uh, building word of mouth is pretty much how my business kind of got taken off. So I think it's extremely important to build, like, networking with people. Um, I do think that some type of schooling is good and beneficial, even if you don't want to go to, like, like, a full degree, but just learning the business behind behind it. You know, make sure your contracts are straight, your, you know, everything you're in, in place, that's important to me. Um, I think five would be have a solid team. It was really hard, too, in the beginning to get a solid team of people that were willing to devote themselves to your craft like you are know you are so it was hard finding people who were willing to skip out on the weekends and really having a solid team someone that you can just say this is the plan and they execute it just makes a world of difference I would say that that would be the five things to really make it successful my mom always used to say that my mom is an entrepreneur she actually um she used to do event planning and she that would be one of her main things is finding solid people that she could trust that she could you know leave alone at a venue when she had to run out and do stuff how many people um do you think is required to run an event planning business Uh, so that business of it it's pretty much just myself as far as the business of it the event day it kind of depends on the size so it'll fluctuate there's never it'll fluctuate between like three and six of us depending on the size of the event but we've also been doing it so long that we kind of got down to a science so that you know the, the better you get at it the less people I feel like you, you're required or need to have there um, but it really just depends on the size I would say I don't do anything alone period I don't do anything alone by myself 
Um, and I think the smallest I've ever done is just two people. So like me and my fiance would do a lot of events, just me and him, because we just have a solid, you know, a workflow. We just got it down. And it's important to set up, like, I just want, because I know it's probably going to be someone who's out there listening to this, and they always thought about, you know, doing event planning. What are some of, like, the contracts or agreements that you need, or even with the city or state, are there certain things that you need to have, depending on where you live? Um, I know here in Maryland, so I have... Uh, event insurance, which is necessary. I would make sure you 100% get that because if anything was to break or get damaged, you know, you're not going to be right out responsible for it. Um, so I do have that. Of course, I'm licensed. Uh, I'm sure that's required in other states as well. Uh, Contract-wise, I do um, have a standard contract that I send out to everyone. I actually use the event planning um, software called Planning Pod, and that makes it a lot easier because they kind of do the legwork for you. You put in your information, they generate a contract for you, proposals, invoices are all set up that way, um, and kind of manage everything that way. So I, I would recommend if you're going to do event planning, no matter how small you're starting out, to start with planning software because it'll just help automate everything and help fill in gaps that you're not sure about. Mm, I didn't even know such... Like, I wonder... I, now I'm listening to you. I wonder if they have a software for what I do where things are just automatically... Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right? So how is it managing all of this with being a mother and a wife? I mean, looking at your Facebook and your Instagram and looking at the beautiful pictures of your design, it looks effortless, but I know... There is strategy and planning that all takes place. Yes, well, I'll tell you that. I, in addition to this, I was working full time up until last month. So I was doing this full time. I was working full time. I had school. I got kids. It was a lot going on. Um, but now that the business is growing, I was able to leave my job and do this completely full time. And it does take a lot of planning because one, I work from home. So my, my office is in my house. All of my inventory is in my basement. So it does make it a little challenging. I have a two-year-old, so it's not like she can go to school. She's just running around. Um, but that's why I say that that organization and planning really comes in handy. I have to plan around when I'll have some free time to get X, Y, and Z done. Um, I also, every Sunday, sit down and write a whole list of things that need to get done for the week. I do it daily as well. And then I do it um, specifically for each event. So just kind of planning everything out kind of helps with that. Yeah, those to-do lists are, they seem not important when you haven't started doing it. But once you start getting a to-do list down packed for the week and then every single day, they make a real big difference. Yeah, yeah. I would be lost without my checks and list and all that stuff. So I'm glad that you said that you had a nine to five. I just had a a conversation earlier with an artist and we talked about how you have to, when you're not able to do your passion full time, but just devote some amount of time to it, I feel like that makes life better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have this nine to five because, of course, we have to keep a roof over our head and we have to put food on our table. But then find that hour or that five hours that you can devote to just working on what you're really, truly passionate about. And you actually turned it into a full-time job. What was that like? I mean, it was it was interesting. I always reference back to, so I've done this before, but when I first moved out here again, I was just, quick job, I just going to do it. Like, 
it did not work out that well. It did not work out that way. And I realized, again, you have to have a plan set up. Everybody wants to, you know, live in their passion and follow their dreams, and that's fine. But for me, especially since I had a family, it just did not work out that way. I had to keep a roof over my head, like you said. And not only that, I had to fund my passion. So I needed that money to fund what it is I wanted to do. So I wanted to start a website. I wanted it to be more professional. In order to do all that, I needed money for that. You know, when you don't have a client, you don't have no way of funding, you know, what you're trying to do. So I did have to go to work for a while. And then it just became me working to just try to build savings. Me working to, again, build out my business. So the plan was always for me to quit and take it on full time. But I just wanted to make sure I had everything in place. And I also used, like I said, my nine-to-five income to build out my business or to buy inventory, buy so that whenever I got a client in, that money was just staying in the business. And that's an important thing for people to understand. You do have to invest in yourself and you do have to save. Like, for get, sure. Get prepared. Be prepared to save. How long was that process? How long did it take for you to get to that, to this point now? See, I went back to work. I, I want to say I, I have been continually grinding nine to five and doing the business full time for four years. That's a, like, I'm saying, because mm, mm, I feel like it's amazing because I like to show examples of it doesn't happen overnight, people. Stay oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like a lot of us, and I have to admit, I've been there at times, and I'm, I've been there lately. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes we see people on interview, like on interview, we listen to interviews, we see people on television shows and they're so successful and everything looks put together, but there was a process and it didn't happen overnight. People want to start stuff on Monday and think by Friday. Right. It's just supposed to be on and popping. Why isn't nobody clicking this? Why isn't nobody like calling me up? And But it's a process. It's a journey. What kept you yeah, motivated and positive during that, that span of time? Just kind of knowing that this is what I'm supposed to be doing and knowing that eventually I was going to get to that point. Again, I had a client steadily throughout that time, so I could see it. That's what, being able to see it, I could see it trending upwards. I could see it happening. I, I could see that it was starting to come together. So I knew it was only a matter of time before I was going to be able to do it full time. I think just being able to look forward and knowing that I see this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. And being able to see it, it had me thinking, I know this is going to happen. And it was just speaking it, you know, this is going to happen. Yeah, speaking it into existence and speaking on it and be like, I know this is going to happen. That's key, too. That's key, too. You're a good example of the work, getting the work done, keeping the faith and consistency you're all examples of like what they say how you reach success i mean i'm trying i feel like i got a long way to go that's that's, step one to get out (laughs) but you started and that's the beautiful thing about it is that a lot of us we sit on our dreams we sit on our goals and stuff and we just sit there and we ponder and we think about what it could be like. And I love to show examples of people who actually started because sometimes yeah. that's the hardest part is just, Oh, it definitely is. is. Is starting like getting, getting that courage to start. 
Did you have anyone in your corner that was like motivating you, like, let's go? Or did you have anyone who said like, you know, maybe you should just concentrate on your nine to five or even modeling? Cause you used to, you used to be like, you're, you're beautiful. That used to be. <laughs> so did you have anyone who used to be like, Aaron, you know, I don't see this going anywhere. I mean, I had a bunch of people telling me that. I had, it's kind of weird, because it's like the same person that was my main motivator was also one like, oh, that's my mother. Like, my mom is my best friend for sure, and she was a huge motivator. She she just believes in anything that I want to do. But at the same time, you know, I have an older mom. She's a baby boomer. Like, she's about, you go on a nine to five, you get your attention. You're like, that's her her path that she saw for me um so she would always raise like some concerns but whatever I needed she always was there for me if that meant like she had to help hold me down for a month or two like she would always be in my corner so um for sure she was one person that's always there for me and also my brother my brother is that complete opposite so he's just like yes follow your dreams do whatever you want to do you want to make it happen and so that was really motivating as well and now the um, and then also now my fiance, uh, he runs the business with me. So that's like my, my support system right there, my key support system. That's so important. It's good to have a, a good, solid teammate. <laughs> Somebody that you love. I just spoke to an artist a couple, like maybe two episodes ago. And that's what she was saying, that the people in our lives, like your mother, it's not that they don't want us to follow our dreams but they want to protect us you know they want to make sure that we've thought it through and that you know we have that pension we have something to fall back on yeah for sure she's definitely all about that (laughs) which is a which is a good and a smart thing and I feel like you have that all figured out you have like it seems like you you're moving in the right direction. Not seems, but you are moving in the right direction. Now, here on Queen Motivation, I always like to ask people what their top five is. It could be like, I know you gave top five for what people need to do to make it in this business. But what do you feel like when you are having those moments of doubt or anything? What has been your top five like to get you through it? It could be books hip-hop artists, songs. It could be a mixture of things that you do. Um, Top five, all right. One, writing. I love to write. So whenever I feel like I'm just depressed or down or I feel like things are, I'll just start writing. It don't have to be about nothing. I just have a notebook. I just start writing. So for sure, that's a a way. Um, Two, I do look around for the people. I mean, my circle is, is very small. I have small group of people so whenever I'm feeling down I will look around at my circle um, and I just feel like I'm doing it not just for myself I'm doing it for them so I think checking in on your circle checking in on people that gives you that motivation you don't even have to say nothing to me it's just me looking at them and like alright I'm doing it for you that always pushes me on um, music of course I love music so I'll just lock my room, self in the room and start listening to some, some music that just gives me over like any type of depression uh, meditation, I meditate. That's important to me as well. Meditate manifest. Like I said, I need to, if I think about it, I need to see it. So that's something else I'll do. I'll sit alone in the room and I'll picture what I want. I'll picture my dream. I'll look at it. I'll see it. Woo, yeah. I like once, I, once I start seeing it, I'll start feeling it and it, it can reach to me. And then that helps me get motivated and move on. You know, to get myself up. Like, girl, you, you're going to get this. I, you see it. It's happening. I feel like there are things that I do to really get, get myself motivated. 
where did you learn about visualizing? Because a lot of people, especially in our community, I feel like a lot of people, they're coming around to learning about it, but a lot of people don't know about that. Elaborate on that for me. I feel like that happened by accident, I want to say. I feel like one day, so I guess it was when I first moved out here, I'm just sitting and I'm just thinking, and I, I must have been, I don't know, I was listening to somebody on one of those talk things, and it was, they were talking about visualization, and I didn't, to me, I didn't make any sense to me either. I know a lot of people say, like, it don't make no sense, manifest, like, they don't understand it. But I think I was just sitting there, and it happened by accident, where I was just daydreaming. I think that's all manifesting is daydreaming and mm-hmm. seeing it. It's and, and I was just I'm like, this is this is what they're talking about. Like, and I could see myself so clearly in the daydream. It was like I was there, and I was like, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to make this happen. And things started to fall in place for me once I started doing it. Once I started saying, this is what's going to happen. This is what's happening. This is what I want. Things have really started to fall in place for me. So it kind of happened by accident, and then from there, I've just been learning more about it. I want to read about it. I want to watch, I want to watch different YouTube channels about it. Because I really want to figure out um, how to really make it work for me. But I definitely, I think it's just daydreaming. I think people do it all day long and they don't realize they don't put any attention behind it, but it's just daydreaming. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things they stole from us as a child. Like, <laughs> right. you remember as a child, stop that daydreaming. Stop, stop daydreaming, right. And that is like the core of making, I think that's like the beginning of making your dreams come true is like you have to see yourself doing it first you have to I'm so glad that you uh, spoke on that you had one more thing one more thing like a book or anything that can get you through that might help someone else or anything a person or anything like something that can help you like when you're just like feeling like uh um you know uh so another person my son well my son is 13 he's about to be 14 he is oh he's interesting but he i get a lot of motivation from him again i had my son when i was very young so he's seen me go through everything so i'll come up to him and i'll just be sad and he'll ask me why i'm upset and he'll just say like mom you've come so far and just to hear a 13 year old 14 year old say that yeah it's because he actually watched where you come from. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not yeah, it just was, words. He was actually there. Right. So I feel like that's another thing. I'll go and just chat, chat with my son. Or I'll just try to be, he doesn't even know, like, I'm upset sometimes. I'll just go and be around him. I'll start messing with him. And just because it'll just make me feel better. It'll just make me, he's just my, my motivation. I mean, he's my main motivation. He's who made me a mother. He's who made me want more. Great. What's your favorite type of event to do? Wedding, for sure. Hands down, wedding. Um, we just started getting into like more parties, but for the most part, most of our businesses are weddings, and that's for sure my, my favorite part. You don't have an issue with the uh, Godzilla brides? <laughs> no, I, I haven't. No, I'm not gonna say I haven't. Come, come, I have come across a few of them, but um, for the most part, I, I'm good with kind of fusing people like that's kind of my thing and kind of bringing people around to, to life like calm down it's just one day I'm really good at that but that doesn't really bother me I mean I'm not I'm not faced by them too much and for the most part I will say all my brides are wonderful they're not like that at all I actually get a lot of creative control for my brides I tend to work with brides who are just like I don't know what I want here's my colors here's my idea go with it okay 
What do you um, What do you want people to know about uh, Be More Fabulous Designs? I want to know where we are a company that focuses on customer service. So I think that's where the hospitality part comes in for me, is that I'm 100% customer service driven. So we don't have any set prices, we don't have any set packaging, we don't have anything set in stone. We're all about customizing and creating an experience that is truly unique to each and every client that we work with. That's good to know. That is, that's awesome to know. So yeah. you can, basically, I can come in there and tell you my vision and I don't have, cause I don't have to feel uncomfortable. Like, listen, this is package one. This is package two. This is package no. three. Like, no, we're actually going to sit down and have a conversation about what you want. Right. I hate the package life. Like, that is not my thing. I, I want you to come in and tell me what you see for yourself, what you see happening and we'll work it out from there. Again, we work with all budgets. If it's something that's way below our budget, that's why I have all my other planner friends, and I can call them in, and they can help you out. Yeah, because I was actually planning a wedding of, like, over a year, a while ago I was engaged. And um, that's one thing that I ran into was, like, the whole package, package thing. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my mom, because my mom used to do event planning, I'm just like, why can't we just do it? And it wasn't so much the price. It was just that everything was just so cookie-cuttered and just, mm-hmm. like, you know, you kind of wanted someone that you could actually sit down and talk to and tell your vision to, because I'm all about a vision. <laughs> right. Yeah, me too. I think that's where, where that kind of came from. And I just don't like the idea of a set package. And it makes it easier for the, for sure, to have a set package and this is what you do and this is what you want. But that's just not like how I, that's how I like to operate, so I wouldn't put that on my client. And where can people find you at if they want to, if they want to DM you and say, sis, <laughs> you know, how can I get started? Okay, on, um, to, for that, I'm going to email me. So it's uh, info at bemorefabulousdesigns.com. We're also on Facebook at Be More Fabulous Designs and Instagram at Be More underscore Fabulous underscore Designs. I know it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And you can also find a little clip I did um, on Sip and Discuss um, advertising Be More Fabulous. Like I said, she was one of my sponsors for my first episode, which I really, really appreciate. Yes, yes, yes. And I'd love to do that again, too, so we can talk about that later. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, it was one more question, and it's just like sure. slipping my mind. I don't know why I can't find it. It was like slipping my mind. But I'm so grateful that you decided uh, to have this conversation with me, and you're all about sharing what you know with the community. Do you? Would you ever take on an intern? Oh, absolutely, and even more so now. So I, I had people kind of asking me a lot of that before but when I was working full time it just it, it didn't really make sense because I couldn't really be there with them and kind of show them and teach. now that I'm doing it full time I would for sure take on an intern and you do travel correct oh I do travel we were just there last weekend and I'll be until the end of the month we travel all over that's amazing okay so whenever I find somebody else to ask to marry me <laughs> I know you call me I got you <laughs> you'll be available well once again thank you Aaron, for spending time with me discussing um, your business I wish you nothing but the best congratulations on becoming full time that's amazing you know thank you I'm so glad you we had this conversation and thank you for even asking me I appreciate that all right any closing remarks that you want to say anything you want to get out that you need to be heard about 
I don't. I just want everybody to stay motivated. I love what you're doing here. I want everybody to motivate each other, especially my black women. We have to continue to lift each other up. Please, please, please. That's all I got. (laughs) All right. You heard it here first. Let's keep uplifting each other, motivating each other. Everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Queen Motivation. Peace.